0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward, because moms are raising that next generation, and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom. Because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet.
0: Channel Mom. We encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Okay. Here I am. And I really hope uh, that you are here today to be blessed. And I hope this show is a huge blessing to you in your relationship. Uh, I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms because moms, oh my goodness, they need some cheering on and some appreciation and, and some applause, frankly. Maybe we'll do some applause later today, Jim. He's looking for his applause button. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> okay, applause for moms, which they need every day uh, or deserve. Oh my goodness. We all need help in our relationships I, you know, I sure think so. I'm not sure anybody I know has a perfect relationship. So if you'd like the keys to understanding your mate and making your relationship better, we're here to help today. It's part three of our relationship series. We're taking questions and helping you understand your man and helping him to understand you. It's the author of the Enneagram in Marriage, Krista Harden, joining us again to help us with this personality conflict stuff and uh, helping us to get it better when Channel Mom returns. moms are a big deal but sometimes the world forgets that's why channel mom media and outreach is here we exist to love coach and encourage every mom whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the
2: Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate.
0: Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Yes, that is my name. It's kind of a tough name. You know, I did. I gave us a speech this weekend. A shout out to the ladies of Conifer Community Church. What an honor to be there speaking to them. Um, And I people struggle with that last name. It's my husband's fault. It's his name. Jenny Dean is super easy. And Dean is my maiden name. But Schmidt, people have a hard time with it. And sometimes they say a naughty word, but not. Very often. I know. All right. Embarrassing. Uh, my mom market shout out. A shout out to all of you mamas who will listen across the country. I'm so grateful for you, but I hope. That you're grateful for the the people we bring to you, the advice, the information, the the applause, the just re- reminding you of how important you guys are as moms, and and that you're raising the next generation. And that even if people don't thank you or or tell you that you're important, that you are, that God has given you this amazing job, and we're so grateful for the work that you do as mothers. And we do want to you know help you in that job. So shout out to the folks across the country who listen to us via radio, and also welcome to our podcast listeners. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcast all you know all those platforms um and yeah i'd love it if you'd share you know we've had we've got podcasts sitting there for 10 years um you know from the last 10 years so there's all kinds of advice and information you can scroll through and just you know while you're working out or taking the dog for a walk or whatever listening in the car you know on your way to work somewhere we would love it if you would, um, you know, share the podcast, listen to the podcast and, you know, go back on the podcast. Finally, a quick reminder, check out our friends at youhavealternatives.org. Such amazing people that work in that organization. And they're so unjudgmental. Um, they really work to be apolitical, but they just come alongside women who are pregnant and just, they're amazing. Okay, so I want to get quickly to our guest. She's the, um, on a deadline. And we. the cool thing is um, we have... The opportunity for our listeners to call in today. You can't call in at the moment you're hearing this because we pre tape. But I see Jim taking down notes, so I don't know if we have a caller or not. Um, but uh, we've got some people who, who gave some online questions. Okay, no, he's saying no, it's not a, an online caller. Um, we gave some, we got some online questions and, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, topics to discuss when it comes to, and I'm going to ask Krista about this, but I don't know. I heard somebody say that Enneagram. But I say Enneagram, so she's going to correct me on this, but let's get into it. (laughs) She is Krista Harden. She has counseled couples all over the earth, apparently for two decades. If you saw her, you wouldn't think that she could have done that for two decades. She also hosts the popular Enneagram and Marriage Podcast, which has helped thousands of couples find balance and connection and just figure stuff out. Of course, she also has a marriage, to husband West, and they have three children. Welcome back to Channel Mom, Krista Harden. You were part of our relationship series, and this is the third part of our relationship series. You got to be parts two and three because you've got so much information about how marriage works when it comes to our personalities, right? Yes, Jenny. You are so much fun to talk to, too. I had to
2: come back. Oh, <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. I can't take myself too seriously. At the, at the speech this week, a couple of people were saying that they loved me as well, and it made me feel like I had actual fans. So thank you for that. Yes, you do. All right. So we did mention last week when you were on that the marriage rate in America has dropped by nearly 60% since the 1970s. That was according to a CNBC report, I believe. Um, and, and that some of the factors for people getting a divorce and, and not staying in a marriage, or maybe they're, you know, half the time they're just not getting married anymore. But it has to do with things that have to do with your, the things you're going to advise us on today, which is lack of compatibility, too much conflict or arguing, uh, differences in parenting, which can also have to do with personality. So you're here today. Do you say Enneagram or Enneagram?
2: Enneagram.
1: Enneagram. Just like you said it. Okay. Yes, you were on point. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So again, just to remind you, she's the author of the book "The Enneagram in Marriage: Your Guide to Thriving Together in Your Unique Pairing." She's very good at at saying and talking about. Look, we've all got problems. No enneagram personality, you know, um, designation is you know p- perfectly 100% right but it can kind of give you some guidance if you're sort of you know a type and you've got a wing and, and how to relate to your husband who is sort of a type and a wing or maybe the person you plan to marry or maybe even your ex you'd like to figure out some things about him um, and by the way I know guys listen too so so it could also be about your wife so so quickly Krista before we get into some specifics today and I know we both have some viewer questions some listener questions I should say um, quickly run us through the nine personality types according to any Enneagram?
2: Yes. So type ones love to improve. They're always scanning to improve the world. Type twos are helpers they are always looking for ways they can give. Threes are performers. They love to achieve beautifully. It makes them feel so safe. Type fours love to be unique and creative. Type fives love to be innovators and researchers. Type sixes love to be safe, and to find their loyal tribe. Type sevens love to be enthusiastic, joyful, and free. Type eights love to be protectors and defenders and challengers. And type nines love to be peacemakers and mediators, and they're very thoughtful. Those are the nine types, and like you said, people might uh, resonate with more than one, but if you heard yourself in one of them, that's most likely your core type.
1: Okay. Okay. And I want to give you a little surprise. I promise this show will not be all about me. Um, but in mm. reading and rereading and just going back and forth and visiting, I, I actually think I'm a type three. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And because you said truth teller. And I'm all about that, that I want to proclaim the truth to people. But I do want to do it enthusiastically. So I see seven. And then I'm also very, I'm a compassionate person. <laughs> I'm sounding like I'm bragging on myself. Well, let me tell you how great I am. Um, but but uh, I, I got some type eight too, going on. So I, I just don't know. But it's not about mm-hmm. me today. Um, let's just dive right in. Can you explain how the Enneagram is not sort of like, a personality description. It's more like what motivates us or what, where our defenses go or what our fears are. Like it it, it it goes to some things that you might not expect. It's not just a straight up personality description.
2: Right. And when most of us take our first Enneagram test or read our first Enneagram short blurb we usually just give it a quick look and then look away but why I settled on this assessment versus all the other assessments I did in my clinical psych masters from Wheaton College and had really been using those with clients for over a decade I realized that the Enneagram not only gives you that short paragraph or number or type or the list that I shared but we really see a lot of layers with it so when you look at each type you see oh this is their gift then they have these core issues that I talk about in my book and on my podcast and on my website. And also they each have their own conflict style and they each have their own way of seeing the world. And so when we get into marriage with somebody else who has a different way, it can cause a lot of joy at first because we're mingling with somebody different and there's all those tingles from the honeymoon stage. But then once we get into the bare bones of marriage and everybody's exhausted and worn out from working and kids and whatnot as moms, it can feel like, oh my gosh, this person is too different. They're driving me crazy with their differences. So the Enneagram can help us to sort out why you and your spouse act the way you do, not just tell you about yourself, like most personality tests, but actually give you some compassion for why the other person behaves the way. And then maybe most importantly to our moms that are tired and busy is also some steps to help you guys grow closer together.
1: Yeah, and then that leads to glow, which we're going to get to today because we didn't get to do that uh, in the last segment of our relationship series. So we're going to make sure we get to that. I do want to kind of piggyback on something you just said about how you you liked you know your spouse at first <laughs> because they yes. were different from you. But then you didn't like their differences, and so you're like, okay, why did I marry this person who's so different from me? But um, mm-hmm. one of our followers, Stephanie Chorba Spencer, wrote in on Facebook and And she said, I just remember the pastor of our church telling us, no, we were just too different. Um, No, we were just too different. And then she says, we've been married 33 years in November. She says, the differences are what make us strong. um, And there's some give and take. And so I think sort of what... um, what she's saying is the differences end up being a blessing because we learn to give and take. We learn to, to work with somebody else. We don't just get everything in the way we want it. And it makes us stronger as individuals and maybe stronger together that, that we give something to the world together. But, but I want to get into some of your um, listener questions to, you know, the folks that follow your podcast and in your book, and you can tell people how to find all that at the end of, of the show today. But um, you do admit that, People, you know, spouses, because of their particular Enneagram types, can bring out the worst and the best in each other. And they can mm-hmm. and they can be drawn to each other originally because of their personality types and maybe they're differing personality types, but then they can grow to resent it. And then they have to do a thing where they come together and heal and and understand yeah. each other. So so quickly, before we get to your f- folks who follow you, who've asked questions, can you just kind of give an overview to somebody that says, yeah, I really am struggling with the fact that my spouse's personality is so different and they don't seem to understand me or I don't understand them. And I don't know how to heal. And I don't know how to glow with my spouse. Yeah. Can can you just kind of give us a quick two minute as a psychologist, you're a psychologist, right? Mm, yeah, can you, my yes. Yeah. Can you, you know, take I... us through that for the mom that's just kind of desperate today and feels misunderstood or feels like she doesn't get her spouse or she, and she feels like no way can they meet in the middle?
2: You know, what I would say to this mom is give yourself grace because you are probably worn out and tired and and not much of a space to really see their gifts anyway. Even if I gave you this brilliant synopsis about who your partner is and why they're the way they are and how you should be compassionate, you're hearing the word should there, you have to first find your way to refreshment. And we know that God offers us that refreshment, but we often have to have tangibilities to get there. So what I always tell my couples in and outside of their enneagram work uh, is, to make sure they get their self-care, putting that theoretical oxygen mask on first. And that's called in the Enneagram world, we call that the self-preservation instincts. Right. Um, and so that was one of my listeners' questions that I'll put in here at the same time that somebody asked me, what are these? Sometimes there's a word like SPSX or SO after somebody's Enneagram type. That just means they're self-preserving or they're more sexually wired and they just love the intimacy the most or they're most more socially wired. So for that spouse who's out there listening right now that says I'm exhausted, worn out, I would say pay attention. Your self-preserving instinct is screaming. Get yourself some daily refreshments. The Goldilocks zone for daily refreshment is about three and a half hours a day. And and that's really hard to get as a young mom, but you need the sleep. You need a little walk or a workout, you need a little bit of energy to be able to have compassion to yourself once you do find out their core Enneagram type issues. Once you get that, now you can start lining up with, oh my gosh, like I've had a little rest and I understand that the reason you're a type one, like my husband, perfectionist is because maybe you were growing up and everyone was always critical of you. So you felt you had to be perfect. Or the reason that you're a type five introvert who feels like they need to research and hang back, is that you feel like you're going to run out of energy and you could die if you do more. So once we have our self-care and we establish that our spouse is acting a certain way for a reason, now we can start to work.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you you offer up some great advice. You you talk about, and we'll get to this so you can describe it to people. Maybe some one of your questions has to do with this. But you talk about when when we start to understand our spouse. You know, there's that initial like, yay, love you so much, and then and then there, <laughs> there's some pullback when we when we recognize that the differences don't always work. Um, and then you talk about healing, and you talk about glowing, and and I want you to define that. But before mm-hmm. you define it, you you warn us: don't compare your glow as a couple. Don't compare yourself. To another couple, because there's this unique union that happens between two people with differing personalities that cannot be compared because you have your own unique thing with that and so i thought i would have a little fun because you reference taylor swift's song and you say you know she she talks about how we have this unique thing you say try not to compare yourself to other pairings your glow would be different with different partners to be sure as taylor swift says in her song Illicit affairs and i'm about to have jim play that but but um we're going to do two little bites from that song um, I keep calling her Taylor Swift. Maybe I should be calling her Tra- Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. and if, if They're still dating. Um, okay, so um, she talks about it, and I want you to expand on that and then go to what glowing in a couple means. So here's what Taylor says in her song about how two people who come together with differing personalities have a unique kind of setup that nobody else on the planet has. You so me colors, you know I can't see you with any- Okay, that, there's that bite.
2: Don't call me kid. Don't call me baby. Look at this idiotic fool that you made me. You taught me a okay. secret
1: so, she, you, yeah. <laughs> Jim and I had a miscommunication. I wanted an audio cut one, and then I wanted an audio cut two. But that first audio cut that you first heard right out of the gate was, you showed me colors you know I can't see with anyone else. And then she talks about a secret language. But the point of that is, and it makes me sad because I'm pretty sure she wrote that about her former boyfriend. Um, I think, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We do have a unique kind of outcome and pairing and, and we see things with one person that we wouldn't see if we didn't have them in our lives and, and they teach us unique things. Now again, I, I know that some people have to walk away because of abuse or, or infidelity or whatever. I'm not condemning anybody. But but it is such a beautiful thing if we can work through to say, yeah, I had this unique relationship with you. Kudos to Taylor there for figuring that out. Um, so so talk about that. how How we create a unique thing even though we're different and even though we're frustrated sometimes and that can turn out to be a glow.
2: Yes. So basically when we have our gift, we bring that into the world and we shine in a unique way. So if you're in your three space, you're shining gloriously on air. We love the way that you work so hard at at excellence and to bring us the truth. And that shines out into the world. And as a Christian myself, I love how in Matthew five, we hear this call to shine our light and, and not to hide our candle Um, And so we know that we have this call to share our light. But then what we also realize is when we line up with a mate, we have now a new light that we cast together. And it's like chemicals bonding. Like I talk about in my book, like, you know, when you get oxygen, certain amounts and hydrogen together, you get water and that's awesome. And you guys get a certain sort of refreshment that you bring to the world together. And it isn't even just your type. Because even like somebody in the 5-2 pairing is going to be different from another person in the 5-2 pairing, but they're going to have these similarities that most fives and twos have. And it's so beautiful to see whatever your pairing is with all of your cultural um, and the and age group and whether your parents, grandparents, all that. This all makes for this beautiful light you cast together. But you can also cast shadows on each other and on the world too, because of your particular weaknesses.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So and learning all of this, I do share in my book all the different potential lights and shadows we can cast. And I'm sure you can add some of your own, but it gives you this sense of like, I'm a, I want to find my mission with my spouse so we can shine bright.
1: Amen. Amen. And I'm looking at this book and my husband, who I told you I've known since I was four, we we have differences. We have battles. We cast shadows on each other sometimes. And I thought this mama, hear me today. If you have a husband who will not go to counseling, which a lot of husbands won't, um, Mm -hmm. Pick up this book because you could you could do this together there 's no intimidation you, you don 't have to go out to a counselor 's office you You can pick up the enneagram in marriage and i 'm not just pitching shamelessly it 's true. You could pick it up and use it as a workbook i 'm planning to keep this copy and and use it for my own marriage, and hopefully my husband will join me because I do want to have a glowing contribution to the world as a couple and for the sake of our children. So we only have about five minutes left. I I think you maybe have at least one other question. And then we kind of want to do a quick wrap up and on on giving some mom, uh, some moms hope today for their different personalities, uh, you know, differing personalities in their marriage. So do you have any other listener questions? Just the one about an actual five and a two who said, we're struggling in our
2: marriage. We are having a lot of conflict because I'm more emotional than him. I'm the two. Uh Um, And I just wanted to say this is a common pairing, a common question I see. And the person who is more of that heart-centered giver type two, when they're with that introvert five, I wanted you to know that often when they give more, they feel like they're not as competent and they feel like that's so much pressure for them that you're not going to ever be satisfied and that they could actually not feel safe anymore. And they might even have the fear enough to where they're like, I'm not going to survive because I'm so busy making money, trying to get you safe. um, And now you're asking me for more emotion. So they're doing that out of a protectiveness for you and them. And once you begin to see that a lot of that is out of love for you and for themselves, you can have a little more of compassion on them. But I will say this, build up that type vibe husband who doesn't think he can do much. That's a very common husband type where he's like, hey, often vibes are like in the IT department or you know, just doing the computer work somewhere and just tell him he's strong, build him up, tell him he's so much stronger than he realizes. And also don't ever end your mission to help him to embrace his emotions. A lot of guys are not familiar with emotional work. They never felt permission to cry as kids. So you can give him that safe space But also understand and say thank you for trying to protect us when you can't give as much. Maybe I'll give you a half an hour more every day to just rest if you'll come out with me for a half hour more a day. And just try to find some balance there.
1: Such great advice. I mean, I wish we could have you on for six hours. You'd be, you'd be tired, but <laughs> um, yeah, you should. And I think actually my papa is the type five. And I think my mom is a type one. And some of what you're describing there, I see in my mom and my dad who have been married for 63 years. So clearly they're doing something right. But, but in the last four minutes or so, can, can you and, and we can't go into specific types at this point, but there are all these differing types, and we feel conflict sometimes. We also feel appreciation, but we feel conflict. Can you tell? You, you talk about merging in a marriage mm-hmm. and merging our personalities, and then how how our kids come and we and that that plays either for or against us. Can you talk about those kind of dynamics as t- a couple comes together with differing personalities, and then how the kids play into that? What do we do to do it better?
2: What I want everybody to understand is we come together and we collide. Sometimes we glow beautifully. Um, Sometimes there's shadows and like I said, collisions or collusions. And it, it can be very ugly, sticky, messy. And when you're in those moments together, I want you to remember whatever your personality type, take a nice deep breath and understand just slowing down and the power of the pause can do so much for your marriage. Yeah. When we are over 100 beats a minute, number one marriage researcher John Gottman reminds us, no one can hear us anyway. We're flooded. So just allowing our brains and bodies to connect with more oxygen, taking the pause, nice couple of deep breaths, that can give you some traction to bring in some kindness and some balance to your conflict styles. If you're very logical bring in a little positivity or emotion. If you're overly emotional, bring in a little positivity or logic. And I do go through all those in my books, but um, this is going to bring uh, books, chapters going to bring your kids a lot of grace also as they see you working, as and they see you trying. Yeah, you don't have to say you're perfect.
1: Just let them see you trying. Yeah, That'll and you they'll learn about how to deal with different personalities by watching mom and dad. I love that. I love that. Krista, we've got 30 seconds. How do we find you and the book?
2: Oh, thank you so much, Jenny. This has been so much fun. You can find my book anywhere on Amazon or Baker Bookhouse. You can just type in the Enneagram and Marriage by Krista Harden and you'll get it there. You can also go to my website, which is Enneagramandmarriage.com. And I've got the book there. I have a lot of freebies. I have all my podcasts over 300 and so much there
1: for you right now yeah such great advice on marriage yeah we 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 will have you back it's krista harden the enneagram of marriage thank you for being with us dear i hope you bless some people today
2: oh thank you so much jenny and everybody over there this has been great thank you jim i
1: loved getting to hear that song okay okay good
0: all right thank you so much krista
2: have a blessed day dear
1: all right Thank thank you this is the time i thank you for all you do as a mama You are raising the next generation. You're so important. Thank you for the work, the sacrifice. Even when you think nobody sees, God sees. He's assigned you to those children to raise them up well. So thanks for what you're doing. Check us out at channelmom.org. Tell other people about us and our podcast. I, I hope the information today blessed you. Don't give up. God bless you. Hello to my family as well. Have a beautiful weekend. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us in order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground? We need help from listeners like you.
0: You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click Donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison, in homeless shelters, or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from mothers and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.